What's going on space program hope you had a uh, wonderful day uh, today is friday february 3rd 2023 it's your boy jerry the trx washington and we're getting this episode out to you from general fitness company studio so anyways uh this is a another throwback we're gonna bring it back uh, i guess you can call it flashback friday we called it way back wednesday uh last episode this one's a flashback you know, every once in a while, I just like to go back in my archives and pull out some stuff that I thought was, uh, you know, really valuable. Stuff that is some of my favorites. So, this is one of my favorites because it was a, it was an interesting movie that somebody t- a long time ago, I feel like maybe not that long ago, but told me to watch, and I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to watch a movie about sushi, uh, but. After watching the movie, it was actually a really good movie, uh, not necessarily about sushi, but about the processes that this guy, Jiro, uh, d- uh, puts in place, the systems that he puts in place uh, to keep his customers around. Apparently, he's one of the most successful uh, sushi restaurants in Japan, in Japan, if not one of the most successful restaurants uh, overall in Japan. So uh, after hearing that and after thinking about it a, few, a little bit and after getting to a point in my, my business, it was like, you know, I'm ready to look at some new things. I watched the movie and I tell you, there was a lot of things, that, a lot of notes that I took and a lot of things that I took away from the, from the movie. So I talked about a lot of these uh, ideas, a lot of these, uh, these concepts in the, in the episode. Uh, one of them I thought that was really good is the fact that he did whatever he could to cater to his clientele. And the reason why I like this, because it's not something that is just for um, a business owner or entrepreneur. It's something that we can take away uh, for pretty much every aspect of life. You know, now obviously you don't want to be uh, someone that's a brown noser or whatnot and kisses up to everybody, but you want to be someone that can like maybe... Someone that has an idea, right, but also has a good execution into bringing that idea forth. Say, for instance, if you have like a, uh, if you're in a relationship right right now, right, or you're trying to get into a relationship, whether it's a business or a personal relationship, uh, you might have like the completely right idea when it comes to certain things, right? You might have a, a great idea that would be beneficial for both of you, but you don't put it in the context that that person, that other person is going to understand and believe what you're saying, you know, like you might have something that is exactly correct, but you might not promote it in the right way, or it might not be, you might not say it the right way for that other person. And when they hear it, it's going to be off-putting, even though it might be the right thing for just for both you and the other person, because you don't have the correct delivery right? Because you're not necessarily thinking about the other person and how they're going to perceive what you're saying. It might not come out the way you want it, or the person might not receive it the way you want them to. So, like I said, this is not just something for entrepreneurs. It's something that I believe is great for every aspect of life. So I think without further ado, we'll get right into this episode because like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of gems in here. And I think that we can all learn something about being a better person from our guy, 
Jiro. All right, so without further ado, let's get this episode underway. Season 10, episode 9, and we'll call this one exactly the same thing as we called it the first round. All right, we'll just put a little uh, flashback Friday in before it, and we'll call it Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Let's go. All right, so I'm really excited about this one. I was watching a movie this weekend, and I was uh, <laughs> I was inspired by this movie. It's a it's an interesting movie, not a movie that you would normally think of a fitness per, uh, a professional being excited about. But I was excited to watch this movie, and I was excited uh, to get some ideas from this movie. It wasn't necessarily like you know one of those. Uh, a banger so to speak it wasn't a movie that you probably get a lot of stars but it was really it really brought a lot of value to me so the movie's called Jiro Dreams of Sushi and I like sushi so I watched it and I was interested in like how he makes sushi you know kind of like how the sushi is made instead of how the sausage is made and this guy you know he's really famous around Japan and he's uh, pretty much uh, you know known around the, the country so everybody knows him for having you know the, the most exquisite uh, dining experience and I was wondering you know what made it such an exquisite dining experience and this guy he really what he does is he instead of just serving you sushi you know you have sushi chefs that you know they'll cut it up and it'll look all nice for you but this guy he took it to another level like before you even go to his restaurant you had to answer a questionnaire you know so you had to find out he had to find out like how old you were uh, how much you weigh uh, if you're right or left-handed, and all these actually played a part into how he uh, how he uh, served you. So if you were left or if you're left-handed, instead of serving it on your right side, he served it on your left side. He asked you how much you weigh because he would uh, figure out how what the proper amount of uh, protein sushi uh, versus uh, rice that he would put on your plate. Uh, so it was really really intriguing to f- see how he catered every single one of his plates to the customers that were in there. And it really made me think like, what else in life is like that, that we all could maybe take a, you know, take a cue from him and maybe improve our lives. So I I thought about that. And it's really about like being a specialist as opposed to like someone that does something in general, right? You know, you have a general practitioner, uh, but general practice, you know, think about with doctors. A general practitioner, there's no general practitioner that's going to make more than a surgeon. And there's no surgeon that's going to make more than uh, a brain surgeon, right? You have a general surgeon that might be able to work on anything, and you have like a brain surgeon that will work specifically only obviously on brains. Or you might have a cancer surgeon that only works on cancer patients. And those people get paid the most. So you think about it, it, it obviously it pays to be uh, a generalist, you know, you, you if you're really good at doing a lot of things, people are going to pay you. But if you're really looking to uh, create a lot of value for people, you want to really hone in on what you do best. And that goes back to what I've said many times before. Is uh, and you know, you've probably heard this a lot of times in your own life. You know, you got to know your strengths. You know, you probably heard that in the, in the Bible, uh, pretty much stated the same way: know thyself. And it's important to know yourself because if you can really know what your strengths are you can play to those strengths and you can capitalize a lot more than if you just kind of dibble you know dibble and dabble you know is it dibble dibble's not a word is it if you dabble in (laughs) in in a a lot of the different things you know so 
Yeah, I mean, I know uh, quite a few people that dabble in a lot of things and are pretty decent at a lot of things. And they can pretty much, you know, they can do whatever you need them to do. However, those people are always going to be looking for something to do. They're going to be on the prowl for something, a client or their next uh, uh, source of income. And, you know, it's great, like I said, it's great to be able to have that ability to kind of do whatever, but it can be frustrating because you'll spend a lot of time kind of twiddling your thumbs thinking about what you can do next and kind of figuring out what is going to be good for you and what is not going to be good for you. Whereas if you're a specialist, you know, like if you're someone that really specializes in what you do, uh, say like Giro, I don't know if it's Giro or Euro, but either way, if you can specialize, obviously, as I said before, he was the most renowned sushi restaurant or he had the most renowned sushi restaurant in Japan why not because he was like you know we had really good sushi you know like there's restaurants have quote-unquote really good sushi but it's because he specialized in making that sushi specifically for each individual so there's a difference right I mean like there's and uh, even in my field in personal training you have a lot of personal trainers that are relatively decent you know like physical therapists as well you know they're those are people that are really good at you know pretty much giving you a broad range of exercises however someone like myself or someone that may be like a sports trainer or athletic trainer they might have they have the ability to have people seek them out more because of the fact that they specialize in something. So say for instance, if you are looking to get faster, are you gonna go to a trainer that just trains bodybuilders and trains like older people and trains kids? Or are you gonna go to somebody that's gonna, you know, that has a track record of getting a lot of people faster and has, you know, maybe some credentials of his own or her own and, and you know, being fast himself. So it's pretty simple you know like because like i said it applies to anything you think about a doctor if you have cancer are you going to go to a general practitioner or are you going to go to a cancer doctor you're obviously going to go to a cancer doctor because they're they have a lot more wealth of of knowledge in that specific area that you're looking for so uh that is to say you can be great you can be great at whatever you want to be great in but the key is to actually pick what you want to be great in you know you got to be a proper problem solver in a specific lane you know like so like those people that are specialists obviously you know like plumbers and lawyers and stuff like that you know they obviously provide a lot of value to people because of the fact that they have that specific knowledge in that one thing now I want this to also I, I want this to also not come off as that like you shouldn't expand your knowledge base in fact I think to the to the outside world you should look like a specialist all right you should look like someone that specializes in you know say you know, uh, you know speed training or specializes in training people in guitar or specializes in um, teaching children to read however I think it's really important to again, again expand your knowledge base or have a wide knowledge base so that you can pull from these different aspects of life and so it just made me think about like how it's important to have these uh, different aspects of uh, of training kind of down packed you know everything does have a, a pattern and if you can see if you can identify those patterns and why they work in specific venues then you'll understand why you can do your job better or do what you uh, your hobby better or do whatever you do that creates value for yourself and others a little bit better so yeah I mean I think it's super important for all of us to understand that like we can have 
you know, you can, you can, you can not necessarily be the greatest at something, uh, but at the same time, you know, once you get to that point where you're actually, instead of guessing and hoping that X, Y, and Z works out, you'll be at, you know, you'll know that you're at that certain level where you will have people looking for you, seeking you out because they'll instead of like hoping that you get it right they'll know that you've gotten it right because you've done it uh you know a multitude of times so yeah i mean that's really much pretty much my spiel i think it's important for all of us to know who are who we are and the reason why it's important to know who we are is because that's how we create the most value for for others and of course if you're creating the most value for others that obviously is going to turn into more value for you of, of course that means if you can figure out a way to capitalize on it but if it's your passion you know i'm pretty sure it's pretty easy to find some people that are pretty curious to find out how you're doing what you're doing like you know pretty much working like that for me. I've known, I'm known in the community for training a lot of people. That's why there's a general fitness company, but with why it's the general fitness company is because I help people, uh, you know, start from the beginning and I help them work their progressions uh, all the way into, you know, meeting their fitness goals. So it's a general fitness company in the sense that, you know, we can pretty much cater to a lot of different levels of, of health and fitness. However, uh, we are the best at helping people start from the beginning, or even if they're not starting from the beginning. A lot of my clients have been doing what they've been doing for a while. However, uh, they have creating some, created some non, non-functional patterns or ineffective patterns. So I'm helping people uh, create these uh, functional training patterns that'll help them uh, do everything in their life a little bit better. So, you know, I may not be uh, a, a trainer of bodybuilders. I may not be a trainer uh, for a specific sport, However, the people that come to me, they come to me because they uh, want to maybe fix a specific thing that they're doing that may that may help uh, them in their everyday life, as well as uh, you know, as well as in sport. I have quite a few people that play tennis uh, that train with me. I have a, a couple people that are hockey players, a couple athletes in general uh, that train with me. But it all kind of boils down to the same thing: is that they're coming to me because uh, they want to build that foundation so that everything else that they work on, uh, whether it's on the court or the ice rink or even out in life when they're running around in the streets, uh, they'll get stronger because they're not practicing. Uh, ineffective patterns, you know, and uh, again, I have to reiterate that with a lot of personal trainers, you get a, you get some good personal trainers that can give you some great exercises, uh, but those exercises may not necessarily mesh up uh, to you improving on what you're doing outside of that gym. So yeah, I mean, why people come to me is essentially they want to do stuff they don't want to just look good in the gym, but they also want to do stuff that is going to be functional and help them be stronger outside of the gym. So uh, the key for you is to find out, you know, what it is that you do do great. You know, like if you're an entrepreneur, uh, yeah, that's really important. But, you know, even if you're not an entrepreneur, uh, if you're an employee, it's important to find what you do great because you can bring that to the company. And when you bring that particular uh, skill set to the company, uh, you'll see yourself moving up that ladder relatively swiftly. Uh, because another thing, uh, and I'm going to end with this, is that there's a bias. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, but you know, I mean, I was, actually, I was actually just talking to a friend about this the other day. And uh, if you do something great, people are going to automatically think that you do everything great, right? I mean, uh, think about. Uh, Apple, 
right? You think about they had they started making computers first, and because they made computers, uh, they made an iPod, and people thought iPods were great. And because they made iPods, they started making phones, and people thought the phones were great. And now they're probably they're branching. They branched out into television, and obviously they have uh, Apple Music where you can hear this podcast. And there's a lot of different variations of like electronics and software, uh, but there's a lot of different variations of what they create that people just trust as being the best, simply because they started off with great computers, or at least, at least uh, sold everybody on the fact that they have great computers. I, you know, you may not believe that they have great computers. Some people uh, believe in PCs. In fact, I have a PC. I don't really like Apple computers, but you know, it's a, it's kind of a, uh, you know, I guess it is a matter of your preference. And once you get to that certain point where you like one thing, you know, Apple did a great job of like, making everything kind of. Uh, compatible. So, like, if you have an Apple, if you have an iPhone, it, it works a lot better with a uh, a computer than with a uh, PC. So, they did a great job with marketing. But for them, uh, because of the fact that they understood or they realized that people, uh, once they trust one thing uh, from a company, uh, it's not too difficult for them to put out other things that may be somewhat in line with that that first that first product. So. Yeah, I mean, that's how it goes down. I just really encourage you to hone in on what you do great. Uh, do that as, as much as you can and replicate that as many times as possible. And I guarantee you'll see that you'll have a lot of people seeking you out, even if you don't really want to be sought out. You know, even if you're somebody that's just doing it for a hobby, you'll have people that are just interested in what you're doing at the very minimum and maybe want to ask you questions. And if you're not selling what you're selling, if you're not selling what you're doing, then, you know, at the very minimum, you might have made a couple friends that are just intrigued by what you do. All right, so that does it for this episode. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you share this uh, podcast with your friends, family, and loved ones because that would be really cool. It would help me out a lot. You know, and uh, uh, if you have already, uh, you know, shared this, feel free to subscribe. I'm sure if, you share, if you're sharing it, you've already subscribed. But don't forget, don't forget, don't forget because I haven't seen one of these in a little while. So I'd really appreciate it. Write a rating. Uh, write a review. I always mess that up. Write a review or leave a rating. That would be really awesome. I promise you it helps me out uh, wherever you are. You know, I think pretty much on any application that you're listening to this on. I know you're not supposed to end the sentence with a preposition, but oh well. Anywhere you're listening to this, uh, you can leave at least a rating. So do that for me. I really would appreciate that. I'm going to check you later. I'm out of here. <laughs> Take care of yourself. And as always, keep good company. Let me show you the